Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, No commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Adolescence and Mm -hmm. understanding teens that Mm -hmm. a lot of the difficulties that we have are not because she's a teen. It's because we're two human beings and two women living under the same roof. Tired, weary, frustrated. What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Mom's Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom, Dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors. Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life. It's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. Today I'm talking to Dr. Cam Caswell, and she's a solo mom, but so much more. Thanks for coming, Dr. Caswell. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And Dr. Cam is a solo mom who has adopted her child. And so I'm going to ask first how you made that decision and what was that like for you? And then we'll get into what you do professionally. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. So um, I was in my 30s and had always known I wanted to be a mom and was terrible at relationships. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew I, I was going to do it one way or another. And so I just remember waking up one morning and going, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And I was about, I was 36 and I started the adoption process. And I mean, it makes it sound like it's super easy. It was a big decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, most of my family It was interesting. The reaction was, it's about time that you did this. So they were really supportive. Um, Several of my friends afterwards told me they thought I was absolutely crazy doing this on my own, but I didn't feel like I had a choice. 
Mm-hmm. And so I adopted my daughter from Guatemala. So 15 years ago, we just we just celebrated our adoption day on August 2nd. Uh. Um, and it's been the two of us ever since. So I have been a single mom and I'm a single mom with a teenager right now. Oh, wow. Wow. That's brave. <laughs> <laughs> Those of us who had our own children, naturally, we're, that's what we're saying. You're brave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your focus, the focus in your career is on teens Mm -hmm. and you're currently raising a teen. Mm -hmm. Tell us some of the biggest challenges you have with your teen. Yeah. So I think what's interesting is because I'm so focused on adolescence and Mm -hmm. understanding teens that Mm -hmm. a lot of the difficulties that we have are not because she's a teen. It's because we're two human beings and two Mm -hmm. women living under the same roof and Mm. trying to figure things out. So I think a lot of them, uh, most of the issues I'm facing are self-inflicted. There are expectations that I set for myself. There are expectations that I set for her that I realize are my expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just dealing with that stress and dealing with the different things that come up that can have a lot of pressure and being very focused on my reactions to her. And I think that to me is my biggest challenge is, is staying in the state of being calm and rational and listening when I'm being triggered or I'm exhausted. And it can be very difficult when that happens. Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't think I remember the teenage years that well, but I, I can understand not being able to communicate with a teen as a mom. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest thing is for me it was I made it all about me. Yes. So can you talk about that? I absolutely can. Um, and I think it's, you know, we forget what it's like to be a teen, first of all, because mm-hmm. our brain, we see the world differently and we forget how we saw the world back then. Yeah. We have a lot of negative memories from being teenagers mm-hmm. um, because our brain at that point is geared towards negativity and memories are tied, more salient memories are tied to negative events. So we have a lot of negative emotions based on adolescence. Um, we also remember probably a lot of us had a lot of conflict with our own parents, right? And we're yep. like, I didn't get away with this. Why is my child getting away with this? And they trigger us. And we're like, yeah. uh, 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 you can't talk to me like that. You know, you need to be respectful. So there's a lot of things in us that not only get triggered in terms of how they're, how they're, talking to us, but also how are they portraying us as a parent? Because we put a lot of our value on who our kids are and how our kids are presented to the world and what our people think about our kids. So we get wrapped up too in how does this appear to others? And so those kind of cloud our ability to really get to the root of what's going on with our teen and what they need. And what I tell parents a lot of times is so much of the conflict that we experience with our teens is because we completely misunderstand them. We forget what it's like to think like them. There's even things now that we know now that we didn't know then about the teen brain and how the teens think. So a lot of what we read as disrespect, as attitude, as defiance, as laziness is actually their very best attempt to communicate with us. Mm. It's their attempt to have a voice and we end up getting triggered and shutting that down, which then just 
feeds into the fact that they don't feel like they have a voice. So everything escalates and they don't have the same capacity we do to regulate their emotions. So if their emotions are heightened and we throw our emotions on top of it, it just spirals. Right. Fuel on the fire. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, you know, I tell parents, I'm like, we make things so much harder than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It sure is a difficult time, both for parents and the teen, the teenager. And I am very grateful that there there are moms like you out there, you know, helping other moms understand because I I think a big part of it is the understanding you know after we get beyond is it about us and it's not about us then how do we understand the stranger because a couple years ago you know they crawl into your lap and want to cuddle and you're walking down the street and you could hold their hands all of a sudden they don't want to hold your hand anymore no and they don't want to cuddle. And, you know, so what do you do as a parent, as a solo parent, yeah. you know, thrown in the middle of, you know, life with this stranger, this sudden stranger in your, in your house? I think it's even harder as a solo parent because you've learned to rely on your kids to give you what you need, Mm. right? So you, you've relied on that cuddling. You've relied on that affection. You relied on that positive feedback Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're not getting it. Mm -hmm. And so it's hurtful. I mean, you feel rejected by your own kids and you're like, I'm, I'm I'm alone now, right? Mm -hmm. What did I do wrong? And I think one of the things that parents don't realize is that when their kids are just the other day, I, I, I was dropping my daughter off at school to go pick up her computer. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's, and I'm like, do you want me to drop you off here? And she's like, no, mom, I'm in high school. (laughs) You got to drop me off back there. And I just laughed. I'm like, okay. And it was not about me. Mm -hmm. It was not about me. It was about how she wanted to appear to her peers. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's, you know, and so I didn't, I didn't take it personally. I laughed. I was like, yeah, I get it. You know, and they're very focused on how they appear to other people. The other thing that's really hard for them. And again, I think this is even more so when we're solo moms is Mm -hmm. our relationship with our kids, I think, is extremely close because we don't have that spouse. that kind of So we have a lot more time to spend with our kids, right? Yes. So we have a very unique, amazing relationship with our kids, but that makes it even harder for both of us when we need to start separating. And our teens are hardwired to separate from us. They have to, because they need to have a sense of independence, of autonomy, of self-agency, where I can do this on my own. And the closer our relationship to them, the more they have to push us away because it's not easy for them either. They don't necessarily want to. They have to. Um, And so sometimes they do in a way that feels really hurtful. And it's because that's the only way they know how to create that separation. Mm -hmm. So I think it's recognizing that that is a need for them. And it's a sign of healthy development and that we want to be able to give them that space. And when we give them that space and we allow them that freedom and autonomy, 
they come right back. Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting point because I never looked at it that way, that if if you're the only parent they have and they're the only family you have, right? And all of a sudden they look like they're pulling away, then that creates a loss for us. It's a big loss. Yeah. Wow. I never looked at it that way. Like now what do we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I tell a lot of moms in those situations and I mean, me too, right? It's like at that point, a lot of us have this tendency or this kind of reaction that we we chase after them. And it's mm-hmm. almost, <laughs> I kind of liken it to, you know, if you get, if someone breaks up with you and you just keep like, have you ever like <laughs> broken up and they keep calling and they're not getting yeah. the point? You're like, no, it's over. Yeah. So we kind of put ourselves in that situation, you know, we're mm-hmm. kind of like constantly. And so that puts us in this feeling of being very vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And so mm-hmm. what I tell parents is instead, Instead of kind of chasing their kids and trying to recreate that connection that you'll create a connection. It's just going to look different. Start focusing on who you are. (laughs) Start spending time doing what you want to do. And what's super cool about this is when you start doing things that you love and you're having fun, your teen's going to want to join you Mm -hmm. because now they're joining you doing something fun rather than feeling responsible for you. And that's a lot of weight to put on our kids. And I know I've had this discussion with my daughter. She's already like, what are you going to do when I go to college? Who's going to take care of you? You Mm -hmm, It's like, I'll mm -hmm. be fine. I did it before. Right. So they have this, they have this fear too. Um, And so when they feel like we depend too much on them, that's a lot of pressure. It is. It is. I remember interviewing a lady once and she was talking about separating from her child who was going to college. And she said, don't say to them, like, what am I going to do without you? Because Mm. that puts the pressure on them because they'll be at college thinking, I wonder if my mom is okay. Yeah, they (laughs) do. They do so much. And I I mean, I just told my daughter I was going to move in with her. No, I would, I, I want her so badly. I'm like, you go do your life. Like, I just think it's so important for her to go do her life. And the more you allow them to do their life, the more they're going to want to include you in it. Right. Because it's not a force thing. It's a want thing that they want. Um, And so I think when we kind of take a deep breath and we let go, that's when they don't have to push us. We don't want to make them push us away. Yeah. And if we won't give them the space, then they have to push harder and harder. And that's when it gets hurtful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. I, I think we as solo parents, that's too, need to hear something like that more often, especially if we have abandonment issues, yeah. you know, because then it's like being abandoned all over again. It is. You know, you you didn't have what you needed as a child, and all, and now you have it because you have your own family. <laughs> your own family is sleeping yeah. you, and so we we need your kind of you know service coaching to to help parents to realize that we have a life too. Yeah. And and the other side of that coin is when we feel guilty about letting them go. Mm, yeah. So can you, can you address that and then tell us what services you offer? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think 
parents are really great at guilting themselves. Mm-hmm. We, we find every possible per- reason we can possibly guilt ourselves. You know, we either did mm-hmm. too much or not enough. You know, we <laughs> never are okay with what we've done. And yes. so we're either feeling like we want to let them go or we feel, you know, we want to cling on to them or we feel guilty wanting to let them go. And I think turn it on its head a little bit to what is the best thing for your kid. Mm. Right. And it's not wanting them to go because you want them out of the house. It's wanting them to go because you want them to go experience the world. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. This is, mm-hmm. this is so cool. And, and this is where I go when I start feeling that like sadness and pit. I'm like, but oh my gosh, I've had so many amazing opportunities. I want that for my daughter so much. I want her to be able to live and just explore and have her own adventures. And I think yes. when you look at it from that aspect, you don't feel guilty. You feel like right. excited for them. Yes. Yes, for sure. And I noticed you offer coaching to families who are going through any difficulty with their teens. And uh, tell us about that and tell us how we could get in touch with you. Absolutely. So I do, I work with parents and teenagers. My favorite is working with everyone together. So doing full family. Um, I have a lot of people that will bring their teens to me and say, my teen needs help. And I have found that no matter what work I do with a teen, if they go back into the same family dynamic, Mm -hmm. not a lot is going to change. When I help the parents and empower the parents to help their teen, and change the way they communicate, that's when magic happens. That's mm-hmm. when this whole thing. So I do coaching programs just for parents and I work with the full family and do private coaching for the families. And okay. you can find all that information at my website, which is askdrcam.com and it's A-S-K-D-R-C-A-M.com and all my info is there. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, you also do a podcast. I so do. Yeah. Yeah. I do a podcast twice a week, parenting teens with Dr. Mm-hmm. Cam. Okay. And like you, I get experts on that come on and talk about their specialty. It's all geared towards parents with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited. I just started a new kind of piece of it, which is teen voices. Oh. And so not only do I have experts come on, but now I'm asking teens to come on because who's better expert at what it's like to be a teen than a teen? Than teen. That yeah. And so yeah. now I'm inviting teenagers to come on and mm-hmm. just talk about what it's like to be a teen these days and what they wish their parents knew or yeah. understood. Yeah. Um, and just kind of giving them that opportunity and voice because my biggest focus is giving teens a voice because I think that's the cause of a lot of teen angst and and problems yes, is that yes. they don't feel heard. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. Thank you for sharing. And sure. I, I want you to share what you're grateful for today with us too. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I wouldn't, I, I am always grateful for my daughter. I have to say that maybe it sounds cliche, but I am mm. so, so grateful for my daughter and I'm grateful for the relationship that we have because okay. we just, it's a drama-free zone here, and I am so blessed to have that, and, and it's it's amazing. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And do you practice self-care, and what does that look like for you? Sorry. Oh, boy, do I ever. Um, I have to. I can't tell other parents to practice self-care and not do it myself. <laughs> so it is, I mean, it's about 
getting outside and getting fresh air and walking every day. Um, cause that is so necessary. It is mm-hmm. practicing being mindful and having those moments of gratitude because it is shown scientifically that we can wire our brain to be grateful, which reduces our stress and increases our happiness. Mm-hmm. And so it is something that you can purposefully do that can change the way you perceive the world. And it's, I've been doing it now for several years and I, I actually have suffer from depression. I have my whole life. Um, and I'm now completely weaning myself off of medications and everything else because I'm focused on the self-care and, mm-hmm. and rewiring the way I view the world. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing that, mm-hmm. Dr. Cam. And I'm not going to keep you any longer. I really appreciate you sharing with us. Um, what one piece of advice could you give to a solo mom today? Um, and since we're on the topic of teenagers struggling with yeah. the relationship with their teen right now, I mean, I think we covered it and I want to go back and, and reiterate it. Cause I think it's so okay. important as hard as it is. Do not take things personally. We take so much personally with our teens and the way they're reacting. And remember it is so hard to be a teen. Mm-hmm. They are stressed. They have bad days. They have, they don't have the same ability to filter. And so all of their emotions and all their feelings just come spewing out at them, out of them. And we're their safe place. We're their safe harbor. So we get a lot of their storm because they know they yeah. can trust us. So just remember when they feel like you're being dumped on, that it's actually them trusting you. Go cry a little bit if it hurts, but just remember, it's not about you. It's mm. about them. Thank you. Oh, boy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dr. Cam Castle. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Solomon's Talk, where we connect the stories of Solomon's globally. If you like the show, please click the follow button and leave a review so we can get your feedback. Thanks again for your support. Hello, Solo Moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jenatjrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or 
schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.